Hi, this is Marcella Twomley, and this is my devotional related to John 3, 1 through 17. I stood in front of God for a long time, unsure. I was seeking his presence, but unsure of how to find it. Perhaps in a way I was like Nicodemus, asking, how could these things be? Explain these things to me more, God. How do I know what his presence feels like? How does this belief and faith thing work? And in my late teens and early 20s, I just stopped asking. I didn't even care to know. But God slowly called me back, and I slowly asked again, how could these things be? I believed, but I wasn't giving my heart over. I wasn't ready for transformation, but I was being prepared even when I didn't know it. John 3.16 is easily the most popular Bible verse. It is the one even the unchurched might know. And when I had a child, I finally understood this verse. Perhaps she taught me what love really was. I love my husband, but a child is so much different. I like the cliche that she is a piece of my heart outside of my body. And in many ways, I was born with her, something new, a mother. Lydia taught me that birthing was the easy part. And at the end of the day, I had to take her home. I had to feed her, soothe her, change her, and lose a whole lot of sleep. And when Lydia, a previously healthy 10-month-old, lay near death in an ICU bed, I finally understood love, the way it changes everything. I wish I could have understood it without her suffering. And when she lay there, I remember repeating over and over again when I couldn't find any more words, God, please give me a story of your grace and your glory. It was a mantra of sorts when I didn't know how else to ask. I refused to barter with promises I could not keep or things I'd forget. But I knew whatever happened, I'd never forget the love that I had for that tiny human. It was clear to me that most clinicians could only see her sick form, but I could see the fullness of her humanity. I grew her. I knew her. I saw her past, present, presence, and the glimpses of her future all at once. And if God loved me a fraction of how I loved her, if he saw me the way I saw her, this verse was profound and the light bulb flickered. God definitely gave me a story. And every day I see her walking, I'm reminded I get to witness this slow moving miracle. And then came Lydia's impossibly long recovery from a catastrophic brain injury. Her body was weaker than the day I took her home from the hospital. She was literally a newborn, even worse. Many physicians wanted me to make it abundantly clear there were a lot of things she might not do. So I spent weeks in the weeds and the wilderness, and it made me surrender. There were no self-help books or textbooks to walk me through what we were experiencing. There wasn't even really a support group. Even today, years later, I've only found a few people with a story similar to ours, a few children profoundly affected by the same infection, and I call them my internet friends, and they scatter the globe. But every child's outcome is so different, every meningitis brain injury so unique. I knew early in our journey my understanding couldn't be trusted. I would have to surrender it all to God. Perhaps in those, those days in the hospital should be deemed the worst days of my life. What happened in those days for me is spiritual transformation, though. It was like being born again. There were so many moments of transcendence that words cannot explain. And when I talk and write about the transformation, it seems confounding. Thinking about those months should make me grieve. And certainly there are moments that do. 
Nevertheless, I have so many joyful memories in the most unexpected places. I now know that there is no place that God's love cannot reach. He is always there, especially in the valleys. Perhaps for the first time in my life, in those hospital walls, I saw more goodness in humanity than evil. I felt more loved by a heavenly father who wept with me and whispered in my heart, fear not. He was with me. His peace prevailed over my life. And when I should have been descending into chaos, a host of believers, friends, family held us together. And there was God so close to my heart to uphold me. Now I often think this transformation was the easy part. I now just understand and believe things that outsiders think are rationally questionable. Doubt is fundamental to our faith, and asking hard questions is too. But I find myself asking fewer hard questions. I'd rather just see if I can stand in his presence once more. Our experience with Lydia was so traumatic at the time, but I heard God speaking clearly, and this is not the case in everyday life. There is so much noise, so many opinions, so many conflicts, so many distractions, and sometimes seeing the big picture is hard. Being born again means starting over and over and finding ways each day to nurture the growing human. And this is the harder work of birth, the long game we are playing until we rest in the glory of his light. Lord, during this season, show us how to nurture our relationship with you. And if you have shown us the glory of your transformation, show us how to continue to grow in your image and share your love and light with the dark world around us. Help us continue to be born into your love until we rest in your presence. Amen.